The following program, the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show, is paid for in full by Acunet Mortgage, LLC, an equal housing lender, consumeraccess.org, number 255368. The advice and opinions expressed during the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show are solely that of the hosts and guests of Acunet Mortgage, LLC, and not WTMJ or Good Karma Brands. Welcome to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show getting you inside information on buying, selling, and financing your home with expert advice from AccuNet Mortgage and Realty. And now, here's Brian and David Wickert. Well, it's top of the morning to you here. This is the uh, first show of the second quarter of 2023. First quarter's in the books. I'm Brian Wickert, the majority owner of AccuNet Mortgage and AccuNet Realty Advisors. That guy over there is David, who is our chief client experience officer and senior loan consultant at AccuNet Mortgage. If you've got a question or comment, remember, you can call, or maybe, you know what, today, I think we're having a little malfaction. You can text us on the old National Bank text line, which is 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. Remember, you can also grab a podcast of today's show or any of our past shows, wherever you normally get your podcast. So, David, let's talk about uh, the month just ended, mm-hmm. and we had uh, teased uh, anybody who was listening before the news that um, what we got, folks, is a good reading on listings. Because I figure if a home is listed for sale, it's in the multiple listing service already. Yeah. So I think that's a solid number. And uh, by the way, listings in the five-county Milwaukee metro area in March, are you ready? This is condos and single-family detached. We're down 28% compared to March of 2028. There were only 1,509 new listings in March. That's 595 fewer than a year earlier. Now, even though I, I don't think all the sales are input, into MLS, you over there. I was just going to say, let, let's just say it one more time for the people in the back. Listings in the month of March were down 28%. Fresh inventory, down 28%. That's right. That's Can right. I, as you said that, what I thought was, that means that if one out of every four buyers tossed in, threw in the towel, there would still be strength in home values I see because what you're saying. there were less listings. Right. There were 33%. Yeah. Or 30. Yeah. Or 30%. Three out of 10 fewer listings. So, exactly. folks, in the big picture, this is real simple economic supply and demand. What we're telling you is supply is down. So, now let's try to get a measure on demand. Okay. And if we look at demand, what we teased uh, before the show is we said, we don't have all the sales in for March, but of those that are in there, which is 1,087 closed sales in the five-county metro Milwaukee area, little background so you can take a a better guess, in uh, January, which is the slowest month of the year, one out of 10 closed sales paid 10 grand or more over asking. In February, two out of 10 paid 10 grand or more over asking. What do you think the number is for March, David? I mean, one, two, I'm going to say three out of 10 in March. Bingo. Okay. That's right. (laughs) Three out of 10 uh, transactions closing in March in the five county Milwaukee metro area so far of the count uh, paid 10 grand or more over asking. And the total of people who paid, uh, over asking just in general is now up to five out of ten. In other words, fifty well, percent. I don't I think you're 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 squashing the number two because March is more units as well. 
yeah. than February and January. So it's not just that three out of 10 paid more as a percentage, three out of 10, more like just raw units, raw transactions. Yeah, more humans. Yep. Yeah. Just plain old more humans. So uh, uh, you'd have to go back to August is the last time that more than half of home buyers paid over asking. So I think we should do a segment here during today's show because nobody wants to pay over asking, right? Nobody. But you're, you're going to have to, or at least 50% of you are, who are out there home shopping. And, and I think, you know, what we're really good at, and I have a radio ad running right now about our appraisal wiggle room demonstration, I call it. It's like seeing a good car trick. You got to see it to believe yes, it. I like that one. Yeah. And, and so maybe we can cook up here during one of our early breaks, just, you know, a routine example of how 99.9% of real estate agents and home buyers think that if you pay over asking and the appraisal comes in low, you're going to have to bring the difference to closing, right? If I say, Hey, I'm going to pay you $15,000 over asking and, 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 and my, and I don't go with an appraisal contingency, right? I want to go naked. Hey, and that appraisal comes in at your asking price. So I'm $15,000 shy of them. Or God, I'm going to have to bring that extra $15,000 to closing. We're going to show you how that's really not the case here during today's show. Go ahead, David. Can I give you, so I have some, I have some clients uh, shopping for homes here over the weekend. And three of them got accepted offers. I'm not going to give you the, the, dollar amount, but I'm going to tell you, here's what they paid over the list price percentage wise. Ready? These are just yeah. three, nine and a half percent, 12 and a half percent, three and a half percent. Those are okay. three real clients who that's what it takes to win at least this Saturday yep. to your point. And these are all in Southeastern Wisconsin? Yes. We're talking? Okay. Yes. And, and so maybe we can go take, pick one of those here and and dig in a little bit more because there are three things that can happen now thankfully most of the time appraisals are coming back at these over asking prices hallelujah but you know what right. if you had to write without an appraisal contingency to get your offer accepted all right we're going to dig into one of those examples when we come back you're listening to the academic mortgage and realty show on am 620 wtmj Home buying advice from the guys who know it best. This is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. And also the younger, taller, more handsome David Wickert. Welcome back to the show. We're talking about um, how here in southeastern Wisconsin, boy, we sure don't have a um, growing inventory of homes for sale. In fact, no. we have fewer. Still in the show, I, a friend of mine sent me a link uh, to a blog post called Wolf Street uh, by a guy named Wolf. Uh, and he was making the claim that, well, you know, the 3% mortgages have like permanently or nearly permanently for a long time uh, suppressed the real estate market, which is bad for real this, estate companies. And this blog owners. writer must be a listener to our radio show because we've been saying that forever. Well, but but he kind of put it in the context of this is a long term deal because you got you got people who are normally would be transacting and either moving up or down in the housing oh, food chain. Sure. And so you got a certain percentage of people. Oh, you know what I'm going to guess that is twenty eight percent because that's how much listings are down. <laughs> At least who are who are frozen because they don't want to give up their three percent 
you know, real estate. So now, yeah. luckily, uh, you know, that still leaves 70% of the market. But his, what he's, he then also goes on to say that this is, go, this is going to continue to have home prices go down. And that's where we say, not in our neck of the woods. Now, yeah. data would tell you on the West Coast, yeah, San Francisco home prices are down 11%. Seattle, they're down 17%. Okay, great. And if you put that in the overall national numbers, yeah, it's going to bring down the average, right? But real estate's local. Nobody, I mean, unless you're BlackRock and you're buying homes all over the country, which is a big investment company, when you go to buy a house, it's what's what's going on in Seattle? Well, that's different than what's going on in Chicago, and that's different than what's going on in Milwaukee. And it's even different within the five-county metro area. So before you give your example of what somebody uh, ends up paying out of their pocket, uh -huh. if they decide to offer over asking and the appraisal comes short and they either um, decided to go without an appraisal contingency altogether, because a lot of people do that, or what we like to do is say, hey, why don't we, why don't we quantify that and say in your offer, hey, Mr. Seller, I'm going to pay you 15 grand over asking and I'll still pay you 15 grand over asking, even if it comes in only at the asking price when it comes to the appraisal. See, that is super attractive to sellers. Yeah. Right. Cause they yeah. can't believe what they're getting on these houses either. Yeah. Um, do you already have your number ready? Well, so I'm going to use your, what you just said. Hey, I'm going to pay you 15 over the list price. And even if it comes in 15 low, I'll still give it to you. So in my example, that's to say the home's listed for 485. I'll pay you 500. You know, bam, 20 grand over. Oh, 485. No, no, no. I'm sorry, 485. And you're going to pay. I'm going to. I'm going to put a new digit in front of that yeah, number, which is psychologically satisfying. Exactly. Okay. And and I know, I want to pay you 500, but if it only appraises out like your example, Dad, if it only appraises out at 485, what you listed it for, I'll still pay you 500. Well, I'm like you have said, to make up the difference in cash, right? Well, exactly. Nay, nay, nay. No, no. Instead, no. The, you know what the payment difference is between uh, the, the those two? I, I got it here. It's, All right, you got it right there. Th for 20% down or to, to compare, it's $37 a month with no oh. extra money needed at closing. I this is the Brian, magic trick I just did yeah. on radio. Boom. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Whew. Well, can you do that again slower so we can see it? Yeah, so $32 a month more in your monthly payment, and how many dollars more out of your pocket? Zero. Not, well, a minute. All right, so so if you want to see that magic trick revealed in your home search so you can see it with your own eyes and understand it, all you got to do is hook up with one of our excellent senior loan consultants, and they will show you right on your computer screen how that magic works. And and then, you know, what we can do for people is and we, we get on a phone call with their agent, and we say, okay, here's how you can craft the offer. You know, tell them in the offer, hey, I'm willing to pay you 15 grand over, 500, and I'll still buy it, even if it comes in at 485, which is what you're asking anyway. Then we line up the rock solid guaranteed pre-approval letter to match that language. Right. So that the seller and the listing agent has 102% confidence that they can believe it. And then the loan consultant will even call the listing agent and make sure they didn't miss that. And say, hey, do you realize this buyer here can do this and we're yeah. guaranteeing it? Yeah, that's powerful stuff. All right, one more thing when we come back here. Uh, 
on our last segment before the news, I, I do have a quick analysis of the actual listings that are on the market in the five counties southeastern Wisconsin area. We'll co- cover that when we get back. You're listening to the Academic Mortgage and Realty Show on Wisconsin's radio station, AM620 WTMJ. Getting you into the home of your dreams. Here's more of the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wecker on WTMJ. And David Wicker. David, I don't know if you ever took the time to look at this, but in a typical year, uh, 20% of home sales occur in the first three months or the first quarter of the year. Because yeah, it's and, cold out, but yeah, go yeah, on. Yeah. This is in southeastern Wisconsin, okay? Then in the next quarter, which is April, May, and June, we get about 30% of your sales. All right. And then in the next, the third quarter, July, August, and September, you also typically get 30%. So if you think about it, you get 50% more sales going from 20 to 30% when you move from the first quarter to the second quarter. Yeah. Then you get a similar amount in that third quarter, and then it drops back down to about 20% in the the last quarter of the year. Um, All right. So, but this is all dependent on uh, listings. So here's the read on listings in currently as of this morning. April 2nd, uh, according to the Multiple Listing Service um, of the Greater Milwaukee Association of Realtors. And I'm looking at condos and single family. Um, There are 2,398 properties listed as active in the MLS. So let's call it 2,400. A thousand of those are in Milwaukee County. Mm -hmm. And check this out. In Milwaukee County, nearly six out of 10 listings already have offers. In fact, in Milwaukee County, that's the only county out of the five that has more than half of active listings already with offers. There are 700. Okay, so think about that. There's 700 in Waukesha County. That's 70% in Milwaukee County. Uh, But in Waukesha County, they're just a little less than half. 48% of active listings already have accepted offers. Racine County's got 320 active listings with only 43% having accepted offers. Washington County, 230 active listings, 47% under contract. And lastly, Ozaki County, 157 listings with just under half or 47% having accepted offers. How does that sound in terms of supply, David? Well, it's... (laughs) Those sound like big numbers, but even to your earlier point, hundreds and hundreds of homes is like, no, 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 no. I'm looking for a three bed, two bath bungalow, you know, uh, in Tosa, uh, between two fifty and three fifty. How many of them? Cause it's, How many you know, sure. well, exactly. And as we say all the time, and this is apocryphal at this point, but it's like, yep, there's 10 of them and 11 of them already have accepted offers. So that's impossible. Well, you can't have unless you got a secondary 10. offer. Come on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> ten and a half. But that's ten the whole point. It's like to, it, it's it is it, on a metropolitan you know viewpoint. There are lots of listings, but you're not looking probably in both Port Washington and Oak Creek. Correct. At the same time. Another thing that I found was kind of puffing up the numbers in Waukesha County. By the way, is condos. In terms of available listings, mm-hmm. out of the 133 uh, condos um, without offers, 103 out of the 133 are new construction. 
So they're like not available yet. Well, I mean, so that's not soon. I'm just saying, at right, least. So. And by the way, the average list price of the 133, 103 new construction condos in Waukesha County without offers, you want to guess? Just take a wild guess. Half mil? Yep. $536,000. Yeah. So one thing that that guy at the Wolf Street blog did get correct is that the only solution to this uh, is new construction. And yeah. we don't have any affordable new construction. I think the median sales price of single, uh, this is blended, condos and uh, single family detached was 300. Nobody's building $300,000 houses that I know of in southeastern Wisconsin. They're all, you know, and I, maybe I can do a quick quick uh, gangling of the numbers, ring, ring, ringing out of the numbers here uh, during the news break, but just nobody is building. So, and I think you, you've got a story to share after the news about a real estate agent. Do you want to set that up? Who you were talking to that's got like a $240,000 listing? Yeah, I, uh, on Friday, they were going live. So this client, they've already got the accepted offer on their next home. So they're about to list their departing, soon-to-be old house for sale. And in talking to the agent, it's nice to be on the other side of the table, right? To be the one who everyone is after. But in a price range in the mid-200s, uh, people are coming out of the woodwork because there's a lot of people who can afford that. So we've got right. more stories like that coming up after the bottom of the hour here. Uh, now it's time to turn it over to our friend Wyatt Barmore-Pooley in the 24-Hour Newsroom. Over to you, Wyatt. Don't break the bank to get into a house. Back to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. What a fool believes. Let me just take the cotton in my put the cotton in my mouth yeah. and I can sing like Michael McDonald. That's right. He's great. I saw him in concert one time. He was awesome. Yeah. At the, I think the Pabst. Anyway, so David, before the news, you were talking about uh, somebody who you are helping. Uh, they've already got an accepted offer on their new home, and you were able to get that done without requiring the sale of their existing home. May I ask, um, how, how, how did you manage that? What, what goes into that? Well, so I think what sellers are still allergic to an offer that would be contingent. Yep, I'll buy your house as soon as I sell my house. It's been that way for so long. I know, but, that but I can't remember when, you know, and we have a rare exception or two, but sure. Yeah, that's like your number one ante, as they say in card playing. If you expect to get your offer accepted, you better not make it contingent on the sale of your old home, which means you got to find a way to come up with a down payment. So, what do these particular people well, have? Well, not down just payment? down payment, but also, you know, the income needs to be such that at the time of closing, if you own two houses at the same time, we have to qualify you based upon two mortgages forever. Not that that's going to be the case in real life. Correct. But, in, but, but at we the have time to plan of for the worst and say, if you never sell that old house, can you afford to carry both payments, including the taxes and insurance, even if you don't escrow for it? Oh, yeah. So in, in the case of my clients, strong incomes. And so then to your point now, it's like, okay, well, you know, I, where's the cash going to come from for the down payment? Uh, these clients are rock stars. So they already had cash. They had cold, hard savings just parked oh, there at the my bank. Oh, goodness. In a bank. And, and so, but for them, so these are actually the clients from a couple weeks ago. Yeah. They got the accepted offer. They were struggling with the, wait, what's my mortgage payment going to be? Because they're going to, they were trading up because they're oh, in a smaller starter home. That's and right. now they're going to buy a bigger house at a higher interest rate and a bigger mortgage. 
and so more taxes or and well yeah and more okay. taxes too so they were you know the payment i think is still top of mind for them and so what's going to happen is they so they already have the accepted offer on their new house and so now the question is hey what's the timing going to be on the old house will you sell before you buy the new one will the timing be that you can't quite get it to the end zone on the old house until after so for them they're they're listing this weekend uh and in talking to the uh, i think they went live on let's say thursday or friday talking with the agent who's helping them with both transactions it is a uh a wild party to try to write offers on their old home because it's in a range it's in the 200s it's like there's a lot of people who can afford yeah that uh that price range and so for them what i suspect and i'll confirm this week is they are going to line up then the sale of their old home so that they can i think do the what would i call it the double whammy they've got the cash they want to put on the down payment for the new home and they're gonna bring you know having sold their home the day before 10 minutes before a week before buying their new house they're gonna pair that big pile of money together they're gonna end up doing like a 40 percent down payment oh boy do you have any idea david how much too high um they feel their mortgage payment is would I'm be. not sure the answer to that question has anything to do with numbers, though, Dad. It feels higher because it is. Because what I was going to posit, maybe we can do a little number crunching here in the next break, is what people don't, let's say the number is $300 too high. You know what? If I just put down what I have in my savings, that new payment is going to be $300 more per month than what I'm comfortable with. Yeah. That's only $3,600 a year. Yeah. And with inflation, and these people, these people don't work in the oil business. They are one is in healthcare, and the other is in public service. So it's not like their income is uh, ups and downs by any means. Okay, they're, you mean they're not in the mortgage business? <laughs> <laughs> I chose oil business instead. So it's going to take them. Well, let's say that number is three hundred bucks a month. They have to plop down an extra fifty grand. I, I, in order you're to talking, reduce that, you're talking to the mortgage banker on the other side of this conversation. I'm with you. All right, let's. Uh, I got more to say about that when we come back. You're listening to the Academic Mortgage and Realty Show on AM six twenty WTMJ. Important home buying questions and answers you can count on. This is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. Welcome back to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show, the Yacht Rock Mortgage Show, as our producer Isaac likes to call it from time to time. I'm David Wickert. That's Brian Wickert. Uh, Dad, I'm, I was telling you about my client who, it's not quite the Texas two-step, but you know they got two piles of money. They got this cash for their down payment on their next house, yep. and then they got this big pile of money coming from the sale of their departing, their soon-to-be-old home. And I think as you and I always look, it's like, wait, 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 wait. What's the best? I think Midwesterners are like, I'm going to go plow that into my next house. Yep. I don't and, want that money burning a hole in my pocket. Yeah. Well, and, and it, the answer, you've got what I'm going to call a spreadsheet answer, and then, yeah. and then humans have the okay. emotional answer, too. Right? So, so let's say your buyers, you know, they, they make combined over $150,000 a year. 
they're, yeah. they're, they're not comfortable with their payment. I'm making this up a little bit going up by $300 uh-huh. or they're like, you know what, if, if, unless I plow that extra money in there, you know, I'm not going to sleep good at night because I think my payment is $300 too high. And so to, to make your payment go down by $300, this is on a 30 year fixed rate where they're getting a trophy rate of 5.625% because they're paying some money up front called points to suppress their rate to get it a little lower. Uh, you'd have to plunk down an extra 52 grand up front in order to make your payment go down by 300. Well, my little mental exercise here is what if you both get raises next year? Not, not, not what if, when, but go yeah. on. In today's environment, that's highly likely. If you get a 3% raise, that's uh, $4,500 more. Pre-tax. Pre-tax. Huzzah. <laughs> and so what if instead of plunking down the 52 grand in order to reduce your payment, probably to a point where you can have some monthly savings that you then sock away, right? Uh-huh. What if you just say, hey, you know what? Because that's so uncomfortable for me. I'm going to take $300 out of my $52,000 pile that I'm not going to put down against my mortgage balance. And I'm going to like give myself a little supplement. Yeah. You'd only have to do that for a year. Yeah. $3,600. Then you're still going to have like $48,000 left that you can go and invest in your kid's college education. You could put it away towards retirement, any number of things. And this and is, the thing that people also forget is this 5.625, which ain't bad, but no. it's projected to go down because the only reason rates are where they are today is because of inflation. By the way, David, what was the latest inflation reading? Uh, I know. The answer I, is I did good. Do you know? It was the the personal consumption expenditure. Is that what yep. the... Yeah. It was good or as expected, which is always good. A tiny bit under expected, only 4.6%. And that's what um, the Fed is paying attention to. Yeah. But let, let's not go down that road for a second. Go, let's go back to your people. Uh, well, So how I are you going to help them? So let's say well, you have another client though who's not going to sell their home prior wait, to wait, buying wait, wait, a new one. Wait, well, what I was going to what I was going to say was this is what money for me it's like money is like donuts. It's like I know that I should not eat donuts. And so what you're describing is like this is why I don't buy donuts and bring them into the house cuz then they're there on the counter mm. staring at me and I know I should only have, you know, half a donut every other day. But 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 it's there, and I want to eat the donuts. And yeah. I feel like this is how humans think about money. It's like, oh, my God, it's there. I want to eat the, the, the donut money. I need to do something with it right now, and I know yeah. I can avoid, I, I can have a more comfortable mortgage payment. So keep in mind, folks, we sell debt for a living. But we, let me say it a different way. We understand you know, how money works. Well, yes. And so, and so eventually, what you asked me was, what, what am I going to say to my clients? I'm going to say, I'm going to put together the game plan that you want. If exactly. they if they want to engage with me on the, you know, hey, and actually, as I recall, th- before they got the accepted offer on their new house, that was part of the conversation. It was like, hey, what if we held back an extra 10? What if we held back 20 grand? And I said, yeah, it's about $6 per thousand. So if you guys want to keep 10 grand, it's only $60 a month in payment for whatever reason. So they yeah, they have been down this path. Um, and, and by the way, if you are buying a home that needs remodeling, you know, the worst thing you can do is 
put down all that money and then six months later go get a home equity line of credit that is now tied to prime, the prime rate, which is 8%. Yes. It's like you're much better withhold. How much do you think you're going to spend on remodeling? 25 grand? Great. Hold that out of the equation because yeah. I'm going to say the obvious. It's better to borrow the money fixed at 5.625 over <laughs> 30 years than to have a variable rate at 8%. All right, David, what do you want to talk about I've when got, we come back? I've got one more story on a retired self-employed. Well, he's retirement age and still self-employed. That's me. And is this a story about me? <laughs> this is not a story about you. This is actually a real person, not Brian. Yeah, this is Shmryan, who I was okay. helping over the weekend. I'll tell that story when we come back. You're listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee from the Annex Wealth Management Studios. This is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. Find a place to call home without the headache. This is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. And also David Wickert, who's got a story to share, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trip you up. I like the story you were starting to tell me here on the break about your people who got an accepted offer. And yeah. you said they wrote 40 grand over asking. What general price range are we talking about? Uh, above 400,000. Okay. So they wrote forty grand over asking, and yeah. then how much appraisal wiggle room did they offer? Uh, Ten thousand dollars in appraisal wiggle room. And bam, they were one of your people yeah. that got an accepted offer yesterday. Yeah. So, you know, people like getting more than what they thought they could get for their house. Can I tell you, I've started to I've started to tell clients that houses are like engagement rings. And when she is worth it, you're just like, I'm going to try to buy the biggest ring that I can possibly afford. Like, who wants to fall in love with someone who's negotiating the size of the engagement ring? It's like, no, 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 no. If it's worth it, I'm going to buy you a ring so big it's going to injure your hand. It's so heavy. Okay, okay. But I'm saying... I have never heard or, or, or witnessed, even third hand, somebody who proposed and then opened up the ring box and said, that <laughs> ring ain't big enough. <laughs> well, well right, so, she, she might have thought right. it. She just didn't say it out loud. Right, right. Nope. Nope. Yeah. If you had a bigger ring. Come back with a bigger ring. Well, and that's right. You know, if you have a very short term, a lot of people think of, homes as an investment and they're like gosh i don't want to lose fifteen thousand dollars well hey this just in you're never gonna know if you're holding on to the house for 10 years mm -hmm. right that that is going to be a long ago memory and you know depending on where you are in life you can easily lose fifteen thousand dollars in your 401k and you're not you know wringing your hands over it but i'm totally with you if if that house checks all your boxes and and our job at Acunet Mortgage is to flesh out the numbers. Yeah, exactly. So that you can face your fears, and maybe those fears aren't as bad as you thought, right? Yeah. Because hey, if it if it comes in in this example ten grand lower than than what they offered, well, I'm going to guess that that's going to make a negligible difference in well, their. Um, monthly and, payment and, and they don't it, have to bring any more cash to closing go ahead it, it, then it goes into my favorite one of my favorite brian wickert uh you know sliding uh uh, uh numbers it's like okay 10 what if it's 11 are you cancel 11 yeah 
I'm I'm over it. Okay, so eleven's okay. Is twelve okay? Okay, is yeah. is twelve thousand five hundred low? And so it's, it's just like ten. It's, it's arbitrary, right? So it's where you're psychologically comfortable. Okay, what else you got? All right, so I have a client because uh, uh, baby boomers are the second largest generation currently uh, still kicking here in America, okay. other than millennials. And uh, y'all uh, continue to achieve retirement age, which is 59 and a half. So I have a repeat customer who needs to buy a home. Uh, it's actually going to be uh, an investment property for a child going through divorce. I'm going to set that all aside in my story. Okay, okay. but that's the motivation here is I'm going to buy a home for my son, daughter going through a divorce. Exactly, because they don't qualify for uh, a mortgage because they're currently party to a lawsuit, which is a whole other thing. But uh, is uh, what I told my client, he walked into the office on Monday with a stack of papers as deep as my forearm. Because he is self-employed. He's, he's self-employed. Like me. Right. And he's, so he's got some properties. He's got some businesses. Mm. You know, he's got accounts. He's got retirement, this and this. Cora in, in the Acunet office messaged me. She was like, I'm going to be scanning this in for like a day and a half. <laughs> and so our because it's a lot of paper. Stuff. Right. Yeah, well, because right. it's a lot of stuff. So I called him on Thursday. Because like when we spoke, hey, we thought you know game plan a was what we're gonna do right hey i'm still working self-employed this income my wife makes this and and i called and we were looking at we were drowning in the paperwork trying sure. to put this game plan together and then i pull up this magical pdf for his iras his individual retirement individual account retirement accounts and the skies opened up and the heavens sang and birds chirped. And I mm. called him and I said, Bob, not his real name. Bob, at the end of this, you know what I want more than anything? I want you to not hate me because I, I want you to call me again the next time I can help. Yeah. My dad likes to say being self-employed is a real good way to hate the mortgage business oh, yeah. when you're trying to go get a loan. So I got this great game plan. Let's turn your IRA income into or your IRA asset into income. Wait a minute. How can and we do then that? and then I'm gonna shove all the self-employed stuff to the side. And I'm not gonna have to bug you for like, hey, that one document from three years ago, can you get me that? It'll clean, 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 clean. We're gonna use retirement income to help with your home purchase. That was, I was so Even proud though, wait, of that is one. He, is he already taking money out of nope. his IRA? Nope, what? this will be brand new. So you tools in the toolkit oh, for yeah. retired folks or retirement age. Yep, you can buyers. start taking money out and you do, yeah. And that's, we're all about trying to make the mortgage process easier and trying to help home shoppers become homeowners with every tool in the toolbox, every trick in the book that we can muster. That's what we're good at. If you want to get our help, we'd love to help you. Just got to click on the blue button at Acunet.com. That's all we have time for today. We'll see you back here, same time, same place. You've been listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. The Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show is paid for in full by Acunet Mortgage, LLC, an equal housing lender, consumeraccess.org, number 255-368. The advice and opinions expressed during the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show are solely that of the hosts and guests of Acunet Mortgage, LLC, and not WTMJ or good karma brands.